while they are both hypnosis and they're similar and like I understand stage hypnosis, I, it's just not something that I've practiced very much. So I could maybe do it, but it might be a little bit more clunky and awkward mm -hmm. than like somebody who's obviously practiced that. Okay, that's cool. I saw you also do a little bit of dance. Yeah, I've liked to dance since like forever. So I recently got back into taking um, dance classes. So I'm doing hip hop dance classes. Wherever I could find them, really. The one I was taking got canceled, like right after I joined. <laughs> but then I found another one. So, um, yeah, I like I like doing, like I said, just like all kinds of art. So dance kind of falls into that. I like to self-expression. Um, sort of. For me, dance is more just like fun exercise in a way to you know I'll dance to like get out energy and stuff, um, but. I'm not necessarily one of those people that uses dance to like express themselves in that way. I just really like moving around and doing it and it's like, That's it's fun. There was this club, I forget the name of it, but everyone was like, dancing, the lights were popping, the music was, the music was, it was different. It was like EDM type stuff. We were all just super fucked up and just dancing. It was, it was awesome. Honestly, yeah. I enjoyed it. But um, let's see, you do dancing, hypnotism, also do a little bit of life coaching. That's something I wanted to get into, actually. But okay. It, I decided to go into like barbering because it was sort of like that. But what got you into life coaching? Um, man, what got me into life coaching? Well, honestly, so like I said, I was helping somebody else with their business. I was helping like scale um, an herbal supplements business and I did that for a couple years and throughout that time I'm like, you know, I was in my early 20s so I'm like just kind of figuring things out and learning about myself and um, I used to drink a lot more than I drink now. I pretty much don't drink at all besides the occasional like little tiny bit but not, not hardly at all. Um, but I used to drink a lot and so at one point, I realized like, okay, uh, this is not like this is not productive. This is not good for me. Obviously, there's something going on. Like, what is? Why do I have this urge to drink this much? Um, and that, combined with like you know all the other stuff about my life that I'm noticing, like why am I anxious in these situations? Why like all these different things? So that sent me down the path of just like trying to help myself. So I. Um, I discovered the podcast Unfuck Your Brain, and that's a really great one. Um, she's a she's a life coach, and she yeah, she just has great content. There was this book called like How to Not Give a Fuck. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a popular one. Um, unfuck yourself. Unfuck your brain. Unfuck your brain. Yeah. Whoa. Unfuck <laughs> your unfuck your brain. Right. <laughs> um, that's a really great one, and that kind of introduced me to this whole world of like life coaching that I didn't even really know existed. Um, and then I like to read, so after I discovered that, it was sort of like I just started picking up books, and so it was like, you know, book after book, psychology, emotions, mm -hmm. how how to be a coach, neuro linguistic programming, um, all this sort of. I, I stuff. used to read a shit ton of books, but now I'm like. I don't really know. Honestly, I, I listen to podcasts way more, way more. Audiobooks. Audiobooks, yeah, for audio sure. That's, those are great. Yeah. I probably read, like, maybe, like, two to three actual, like, read the pages of a book per year, but I probably consume closer to, like, 20 books in a year. But, well, most of those are audiobooks, yeah. Do you go to any raves? 
raves yeah, or events like that i have honestly i want to say the closest thing was probably the back when i was in like high school um I did a lot of my like partying early on and then when I went to college I was like I'm here to learn <laughs> um, so not really raves but I like to dance like I said and so my you know I'm more likely to probably go out to like a salsa night than like a rave um, but I like just kind of club you know dancing the top you know rap hip-hop pop music that's cool too what's this club called I forget the name of it, but they do salsa dancing. Aztec and, Willies? No, it's not Aztec Willies. I think it's, oh, Casa. Oh, okay. Casa. They do salsa dancing. Back in the day, I used to love just, just dancing like that. And yeah, that club is lit, honestly. But for, I saw on your Instagram that you also, um, you're like a cancer survivor? Like, um, it wasn't cancer per se, like the, it most, it was, it was mostly benign, but I, um, I had brain surgery. Yes. I had a brain tumor. I had brain surgery. Um, and that was when I was 18. Yeah. How old are you now? I am 27 now. 27 now? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, right before I went to college. Mm. How was that process? Like knowing that you had it and like, just, how was your mental state? Um, I mean, it's a pretty weird thing because, like, you know, your your brain is like who you are essentially. Um, it's how you process everything, and so like having something malfunction in your brain or like be there that's not supposed to is really weird. Um, and I kind of knew before I officially knew that I had something going on, a tumor or something, um, just because of like the symptoms that I was experiencing. Uh, and so like, yeah, I guess I can just tell you about like what that was like the whole, um, so before I discovered that I actually had a brain tumor, which I had a, I had a, a full seizure um, and woke up in an ambulance and um, you know had CT, MRI scans after that and that's how they actually found it. But before that, um, probably, I don't know, several months before that, I started having these uh, little incidents where all of a sudden for like, I don't know, maybe two to six seconds, it was like language ceased to make sense. It was like all of a sudden it felt like I was underwater and like all the sounds and stuff that were coming in and being processed by my brain were no longer able to be processed and so just like nothing made sense. Um, and this would last for just a few seconds and I, you know, I was like, okay, what is this about? Googling and stuff. and. Um, you know, so some places were like, oh, you know, I can, you can have weird little instances like that as a form of stress. And, you know, so I was in my senior year of high school going to college. And so I was like, you know, there's a lot going on. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just stress. But after a while and it kept like happening, um, I was like, okay, something's, you know, something's going on here, something's weird. And then basically the next day I had a seizure. Um, how did that change? I guess the outcome of your life, like, did you have certain dreams that you were, like, achieving in that moment, and then, like, were they, like, on hold, like, what, what happened? It wasn't really that anything was on hold, um, but I was about to go to college, so I, uh, you know, chose to have surgery right before I went to college, and, you know, I had, like, 
maybe two months of recovery before I, you know, moved into the dorms and stuff. Um, but it made it, for the first couple months, it made it hard to, like, look at screens, and it also made it harder to read, because it was in, like, the speech and language center of my brain, um, and so that's, like, with the auditory processing stuff that was, like, you know, it was, it's connected to words and reading and all that word. I'm like, I'm a big reader or writer. So like very weird for me. Um, and it definitely like having some of those instances where I, where it's like, I'm there and I'm present, but my brain is not functioning correctly. It's like words don't make sense. Being in the, that, you know, even though it was really just a few seconds here and there, um, that really, gave me <clears throat> like performance anxiety because I've always I've always I've been on stage since I was like in sixth grade and I've been performing in various modes singing cello dancing like all sorts of stuff since I was pretty young and so like being on stage and being in front of an audience was something that I was pretty comfortable and used to doing and after that it was like I can't do that <laughs> um, and so that's that's actually a big thing that I dealt with with hypnosis was figuring out this like okay I know where this came from I know consciously that like this instance from the past is what is creating these like super anxious feelings in me now but I don't know how to actually deal with them and so hypnosis was what I came across as a means of like actually changing the feeling um, because you can cognitively process something over and over, but that doesn't mean it's actually going to like change the feeling in your physical body. What's that called? It's um, affirmations, like repeating, 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 until it's like. So that is one thing. That's one method of changing the. It's so affirmations. Literally, it's changing the wiring in your brain, in your subconscious, you know, mind network. Um, and with hypnosis, what you can do is you get yourself to a, a state where you're, you know, it's for most people are very relaxed and you're in a slower brainwave state where information goes in a lot easier and you're able to rewire things a lot quicker. So you can achieve in a single session what might take months of affirmations um, because that's, that is cognitive processing. That is like you repeating something consciously to yourself um, and that, yes, that will slowly rewire your brain but if you want to change stuff quickly, there are certain things that will rewire your brain like that. And hypnosis is one of those things that can do that. Um, other ones, well, like... I feel like you just did it to me. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> she, she snapped. <laughs> um, so, like, with, with the brain tumor instance and the anxiety, I had... I essentially had one moment that created this spike of, like, anxiety in me. And in that moment... I had a rewiring in my subconscious that was like, it's, it's, it's not safe to be in front of people anymore like this because what if you're, you know, standing there and all of a sudden you can't think or talk or anything. That's <laughs> um, true. That yeah. Scary. Well, what advice, or okay, so let's say someone was going through the whole chemo process, they were having like the seizures and everything. What's something you you'd say to them to help them get through it or to just... Well, somebody who has cancer? Or someone that's going through what you went through? Um, well, to the people that are going through like what I went through, 
um, having a brain tumor and like brain surgery and all this stuff really, it sparked my interest in just like the human condition, the human body, how things affect us, how the world affects our physical body and everything. Um, and so that kind of, you know, sent me down this, it wasn't until like after finishing art school because I decided to go to art school, but like after that when I had time to, you know, think about this stuff more again, um, that's really what sent me towards life coaching was uh, just understanding my own brain and my body and a lot of what I learned came back to health and like the food that I was eating and I used to have a lot of issues like digestive issues I had ever since I was a kid probably like I don't know seven or eight years old I was like I had just progressing allergies I like always had stomach aches as a kid I um, when I was probably like 11 or 12, maybe closer to 10, I started like, you know, gaining weight and I just like all these different things that I'm like, I just feel, I just felt uncomfortable in my body and I knew, I knew that like, I should not feel this way. Like this is not how a human being is supposed to feel. <laughs> um, hmm. And so, so yeah, go ahead. Being a, being vegetarian or vegan helped you I guess, like, it, was it a big impact? Or did it really impact? It, it totally changed, like, my body and how I feel and how I look and, like... How? How? Well, I can show you pictures of, like, the, the previous me. Yeah, um, you could, like, my face is puffy. Like, I feel like I literally look like a potato. Um, you know, part of it was, like, okay, I had a little extra weight. You know, I lost, like, 50 pounds or something. Um, which on me it's hard to tell just because of how I hold weight, but like, um, yeah, I lost like 50 pounds and you can tell in my face I'm just like puffy, you know, um, and so it's only been, uh, going on four years now, close, close to four years that I've transitioned to like the vegan whole food plant based. Are you, um, are you teaching other people this? Or yeah. You are. Yeah. So it's the health and life coaching is like, I, I'm writing a book right now too. That's like a cookbook that's meant to be something that somebody could take and like do the transition themselves. But also it's a good just foundation of knowledge to have for somebody who wants to do like coaching work with me. Um, heard of it's like Doctor Swayze. Forget it's like this old black dude. He's he's um. Everything he talks oh, Doctor Sebi. Like, Sebi. Yeah. Yes, his, uh, yeah. yeah. I heard of his uh his stuff, and, and he says if you just go on a plant based diet, like everything will be cleansed. I mean, yeah, essentially. I mean, that's like pretty. Um, I don't know if I believe it, but it's interesting. I definitely, some of the stuff that he says is a little bit wild for me mm -hmm. in terms of some of the things that he's like, oh, don't eat that fruit or vegetable or whatever. And I'm like, it's a plant. No. <laughs> um, but absolutely, in terms of like not eating processed food, stuff that's like been, yeah, been highly processed, animal products, like all that stuff. It's, there's so many layers to it. Um, there's, you know, the nutritional side of it and literally the things that are happening in your body and the chemistry there and then there's also for those people like you know like me who are um, uh, 
I, I'm gonna say spiritual, but like that's um, I don't know that that's quite the right term, mm -hmm. but like that's what other people would probably refer to it as. Um, there's like there's like the energetic piece of it, where um, before animals are slaughtered in the animal, you know, the houses and stuff that they are processed in before they go to the store, the last thing that that animal experiences is probably not a pleasant mm -hmm. emotion. Fear, anxiety, stress, all this stuff. And then that animal gets killed and packaged and then people eat it. And then they think that like that doesn't have any effect on them. Like to me, to me, it has to have an effect. Like there's no way that it can't um, because that's just energy. There's, there was this, uh, back in high school, they showed us this video, I think it was like Food Inc or whatever, of just like what the animals go through mm -hmm. and everything. And like for a little bit, I was, like after, the after that class for a little bit, I was like, Ooh, that sucks. But then lunchtime, burger, like, you feel me? I'm hungry. Uh -huh. So, but still, like, it, how were you able to just be vegan for this song? Obviously, for, like, health reasons, right? Um, yeah, it started with health reasons, for sure. Um, I could, I had been kind of naturally progressing that way while I'm, like, trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with me. Um, and I just kind of intuitively was like eating less animal products and less processed food and stuff But I didn't I didn't fully understand what was going on yet um, But thankfully I've been cooking and working in kitchens since I was like 15 years old You know catering restaurants. I was a pastry chef for a little bit So I took all those food skills that I have because I could you know make you pretty much anything you want um, and I just took that and applied it to whole food, plant-based food. And so now I've got 62 recipes that I think are all pretty, pretty great. It's all in my um, book? Yeah, it's all in my book. Yeah, so. There's desserts, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there gotta be desserts. Yeah. Um, so like, that's, that's how I maintain it is like, I'm a great cook and I was able to just figure out how to make food that I still enjoy that like because I love food like that's why I've been in you know cooking since I was like professionally since I was 15 is like I love food um is that one of your other passions yeah food? definitely I mean yeah food used to be the first like it was like always the thing on my mind like I, it was like always yeah food like oh where are we going okay gotta make sure we got somewhere to eat or like I'm gonna have food part of it was because of my allergies I was gluten-free for like over 10 years not anymore. Um, I was dairy free starting back at like when I was seventeen, and that I will never go back. Um, there was there was this chick I was with, and she she couldn't have like most of the foods that we were eating. So, like she really had to look at the menu, look at the ingredients. Like okay, I can't mm -hmm. this that that that. It's like whoa. Like, I personally don't know how it feels to go through that because it's like I don't know. That's, that's a lot. So a lot of yeah. stuff. You gotta learn. You're vegan now, and most of vegan food you eat. So, like, I don't eat out a whole lot, but Portland is really excellent. It's like the for, yeah, so, like, Portland has a lot of awesome vegan food. A lot of it is a little more processed than I like to eat very often. But I'm I'm not so strict that I'm like never gonna go out to eat at a vegan restaurant because they use a little bit of oil or because you know, whatever, they use something that is not quite as high quality as I would like. As long as it's decent quality and it's all vegan, of course, like, I'll go out to eat, and Portland has tons of really great mm -hmm. options. Mm -hmm. um, there's, 
There's also fashion. I don't think we spoke about that. There's that's a whole another layer. Yes, that's a whole other layer yes. of vegan. And honestly, <laughs> I still like to wear leather sometimes. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I saw that. Do you have an event coming up or for fashion? Do you have a fashion um, show? I had. I walked in two fashion shows recently. Um, so yeah, there was two fashion shows, and I. I'm not 100% sure if I'll be walking in Portland Fashion Week, but mm -hmm. I might be. I'm still, still waiting on confirmation. That's pretty good, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of the better-known Portland fashion things that happen. Um, and it's been happening for, like, I don't know, 10 years now or something like that. Um, but, yeah, Portland's a little bit on, like, on the, the fashion world. It's not particularly high up there, but I think we've got a lot of interesting stuff happening here that... You know deserves to be put out there like with a, a fashion week that's you know up there with some of the other ones mm. you know there's also another thing i was thinking about with the clothes that you wear do you design them yourself like the ones you could you go on the uh what's that called the walkway the runway the runway yeah. walkway hold on yeah the runway so I'm right now. I'm just wearing other people's clothes. Like um, one of them was for a, a designer from the Philippines, and so I was wearing one of you know one of his formal dresses, basically. Um, and then the other one was for a local streetwear brand, and so I used to make clothes. That's what I ended up doing in college. Was I um, I did essentially fashion design as my senior thesis project. At a school that didn't even offer fashion design, <laughs> um, but I tied fine art in with it, so that's like that's how that kind of works. It was, it was like fine art and fashion combined. Um, so I've done fashion design, and I still wear some of the clothes that I have made, and I still like I, I modify a lot of the clothes that I have. You know, if I find something that's a little too big and doesn't fit me right, like but I really like it, I'll absolutely take it and just modify it because I I've made a lot of clothes. It's a good skill to have. It is, yeah. It's it's fun. I think it's fun. It allows you to like make stuff tailor fit to yourself, and you know, mm. yeah. There was this. I guess back in the day, I used to like be really into fashion, clothing, like making my own clothing brand and all that. But I feel like it can't stem from my brother's love of fashion, mm -hmm. and it just was like, oh, he loves fashion, so I'm just like, oh, I might just do this too. And mm -hmm. It was fun, but. Personally, now it's like, I just enjoy wearing like the dope shit. Obviously, that this is just regular shit, but mm -hmm. like, dope shit, I, I fuck with it for sure. And if you're making it, like, do you have a store or what's... No, no, I, um, I kind of put that down for a while to like focus on other things. Um, so it was, it was mostly just what I, you know, did in college and then like the few things that I do for myself here and there. Um, I have thought about doing like resale because I'm like a pro Goodwill shopper. Like I find the coolest stuff there that is like that <laughs> is like first brand, brand new vintage like pro perfect Goodwill shopper. What the? <laughs> I don't like I don't know. I just I have the eyeballs or something, and I like mm -hmm. spot stuff that is like it, great. Like I find so much great stuff there. Um, yeah. Let's see, what, what else do you enjoy doing? There was dancing, fashion, making your own clothing brand, eating vegan food, making it. Yeah. The book. Uh, let's see, am I missing anything? 
Um, well, the health and life coaching, that's like, that's a big one that I, I took a little break from that um, recently as I was like going through some transitions and like just taking care of myself and, you know, making sure I'm able to show up for people in that way. So took a little break, but I'm now diving in back in um, actually like just starting at the beginning of this week, I decided to offer 10 free sessions with people just as kind of a way to you know, get back into the flow of doing it regularly again and help some people for free. Where, if someone does want to do like the free session, where can they reach you at? Or what's the website? Or what, yeah, my website is up. It's a little bit under construction, but you can um, find me at ayanaperry.com. Also, I'm very responsive on my social media. So Ayana Perry, uh, Facebook or Ayana Perry Art on Instagram. That's A-Y-A-N-A. Um, yeah, so I saw some of your art. I think you did some for some really known, well known people. I have gotten, um, I did a portrait for Snoop Dogg that he signed, um, oh, so that's one that people like a lot. Oh, <laughs> um, I have drawn Sage the Gemini, and he signed that, and that is actually he's one of the only artists that I actually gave the original drawing to. Um, and Dizzy Wright, I just did that recently, Afro Man, um, so, yeah, I've done some artwork for some cool artists, some of my, like, high school, you know, mm. artists that I used to listen to a lot back in, back in the day, so it's pretty cool to be doing art for them. It's cool, Snoop Dogg, Dizzy Wright, oh, I love that song when he says that's like, I guess I'll smoke, or something like that, I guess I'll smoke, yes. Dizzy Wright? Yeah. I've known about him since high school, mm, but, but I wasn't really good. that into his music. Mm. But his most recent album, I think, is like really good. I thought mm. his his most recent project is like by far some of my favorite of what he's put out. I just I, like I just like that song yeah. personally <laughs> because back in high school we were just smoking that song. Oh. I guess I'll smoke fuck it <laughs> type shit. It was, it was yeah. Uh, do you, let's see. Your website's in construction, but what dancing? Do you teach it, or is it you don't you don't teach? No, it? I'm not there. I'm I'm definitely not that mm. that. I haven't been. I've just done it on and off, like a class here and there since high school, really. And it's been so spread out that like I can do a tiny bit of a lot of different stuff. Um, but if somebody else is teaching it, like I can absolutely learn to dance well. So. What about like uh, like, I guess. When you say dancing, just like the the regular like hip hop movements and all it, that, or the yeah, like it, I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna try and teach people that, but mm. like if I go out and I'm dancing, like obviously, like I like to dance, and I'm just gonna dance and have yeah, fun, because, and people could probably watch and learn yeah, a little that, bit. That's but. one of those. <laughs> if if I was at a party and I saw someone dancing really well, I'd be like, yo, check this person out. Like, yeah. Whoa, type shit. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, then if you're like, oh yeah, teach me some moves, I'm going to be like, I don't know what to, I don't yeah, know where to start. Just, just record and uh, <laughs> learn at home. <laughs> right, cool. Yeah, okay. for sure. Let's see, drop your socials one more time. Uh, yeah, so Ayana Perry Art on Instagram and just Ayana Perry on everything else. Okay. Um, well, if everything else is Facebook and I can't remember what my Twitter handle is, but I don't use it very much anyway, mm. so. If someone does want a certain artwork from you, is it 
what's the price on it? Yeah, I mean, I'll just, you know, kind of put it out there because I definitely mm. get asked about price a lot. Um, and it definitely varies a little bit. Um, it varies between what you want specifically. And um, so, like, I do, I do both digital drawings and, like, on-paper drawings. And I like to do my on-paper drawings really big just because it's, like, one of the things I like to do is in whatever I'm doing, I like, you know, whether it's fashion, whether it's art, whatever it is, I like to make stuff that makes people go like, whoa, holy shit. <laughs> um, and so for me, like seeing big pen and ink on paper drawings is like, you look at it and it's like, holy shit, how did you do this? Even for me, when I'm done with a drawing, I look at it and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um, so that's like, that's the appeal, I think, of like the on paper, like big drawings is you get to see yourself if you get a big portrait of yourself, you know, life size or larger than life if you wanted. Um, and then with the digital ones, I have a lot of versatility with those and I can work a lot quicker because, you know, I, if I make mistakes, I can correct them easily. Like, you know, I just, I can work a lot faster than I do on paper. So those are generally going to, you know, be like half the price or less of the big paper drawings. Um, but my digital portraits for a single, just one person, single portrait, digital ones start at 150. Um, and for like, a, you know, a, a paper drawing, generally those are gonna start around 500. Um, they take longer? Yeah, and that's, you know, that's gonna like if you if you're wanting like a big you know three to four foot portrait like that's that's gonna be around a thousand bucks plus um i mean if you're doing art for snoop dog <laughs> then you know i feel like people are gonna like, continue yeah i mean like i know I, I i put a lot of work into my craft and so it's like it's it's something i enjoy doing but i also know that i'm really good at it because I've spent so many hours and you know I got a hundred and twenty thousand dollar education for art um, not that I paid that much for my education I've, I've only got about 30k to pay off <laughs> um, so you know but it's like I I really went all in and that's generally what I do with everything is like when I'm like okay I really want to be good at this thing like I really go for it and so that's like with coaching and helping people I wanted to be really good at it so I read a lot of books, worked with like a bunch of different people, got certified as a hypnotist, like all these things because like I want to be really good at what I do. Um, Honestly, if you get to that point to where you just make people sleep with a snap, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking awesome. Just yeah. be like sitting down or even at the bar, like some, some dude comes up to talk to you and you're just like, da 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 and yells, he's like, oh, like are you sick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we already got your socials and where the people can reach you at, right? Yeah, I would say um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, my website is fine too. Um, it's interesting though, so pause on that. I mean, it's it's up. It's oh, just it's like up. it's not it's not like I've had it up for a long time. It's I'm like I'm really picky and finicky, and I change stuff that I'm doing a lot. So it's like. I've been kind of in this like figuring stuff out phase for most of my 20s so far, mm -hmm. you know, and so while it's up, it's not necessarily the most cohesive like thing. It's like I got it up, but I'm still working on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you guys want to 
get some art from her because she's pretty dope. Definitely check out her Instagram, look through it, make sure yourself because yo, it's dope for sure. Hit her up. Thank you. This cool vibes. We're out. Hey.